0: We had a crazy weekend. A crazy weekend of football, everyone. Welcome to the Pastor Patrick Podcast. Cover everything sports news, sports related. Uh, Love talking to you guys. Got a lot of stuff to break down today, talk about. Uh, Sit back, listen, and enjoy because we had a crazy weekend of football. Uh, That's where we're going to start out early on in the week. Of course, there's a lot of headlines since then. Feels like a crazy week. Uh, you know, doing the podcast on Thursday, I get kind of behind on certain stories, but I like to just recap, you know, talk to you guys for 30 minutes about my opinions on everything that's happened recently in the sports world. We're going to start off with this past weekend. We had some crazy games in the NFL. Now, going into the Super Bowl, I am 6-6. Six and six. This past weekend, I did not do good. I was 5-5, five and five, and then I went 1-1. One and one. Kansas City lost, which was a surprising factor for me. I did not have them, you know, losing the game against Cincinnati. And then I had the Rams winning, which they barely pulled out the win. Uh, you know, the Rams are an interesting team. They they seem to do a lot to give these games away. But then, you know, Stafford comes up and he makes the clutch throw. And, you know, he's back in it. He gets the Rams back in it. And I want to start off talking about it because the Cincinnati-Kansas City game. That's what I want to start off talking about. It's an interesting game, isn't it? Yeah, I had Kansas City winning. They ended up losing 27-24. Did not see that happening. Total yards for the game. Cincinnati had 359. Kansas City had 375. More yards. Weird game. You know one thing that I saw in that game when I watched it? Kansas City reverted. They went backwards. They reverted to their old ways. They, they took steps forward in the playoffs, and then they took 10 steps backward in the second half. I've never seen a team flip that hard, and you really saw the momentum shift at halftime. The Chiefs are a very interesting team. They're teetering right now. They could go either way. 10 years down the road, it could be a story of Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Another 10? It could be a story of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs achieving greatness and becoming a dynasty. There's two ways it can go in Kansas City. And so far, it's not going the right way. It's not. Starting off the year, Kansas City was not the team that it was last year. They didn't look right. The chemistry was off. Mahomes was forcing things down the field. Unnecessary risks they were taking. And it's because... I'm going to get into it a little more. They like that feeling, don't they? Being up. Being up on their opponent. They love it. They love scoring 30 in the first half. And then rolling, giving the peace out signs. You know, catching the ball 80 yards. (laughs) Down the field, it's exciting. Gets the crowd going. It's the stadium pumped up. Arrowhead's rocking. The fans are chanting, Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. And... Look. They weren't chanting that second half. All right, it was it was a wake-up call for Kansas City fans. Kansas City fans, what you have is something special. You really do. You have Mahomes, a all-star quarterback. I mean, just amazing talent. Uh worst mechanics in the league? Yes. Throws forces things down the field? Yes. But he gives you such a high chance to win. You overlook it. You overlook the little mishaps, and what I saw from the Chiefs late in the season, early playoffs, was hopeful. Taking the checkdowns, you know, running the ball more, you know, giving McKinnon that that game. McKinnon did really well running the ball. I think they needed a little a little more, excuse me, from Clyde edwards hilaire They needed a little more from him, but overall, I was impressed with what I saw in the first half. I thought, you know what? They're doing it again. They found their groove. They're going to go back to the Super Bowl. But that didn't happen. And I believe, sincerely, where that game shifted was at halftime. It was before the half. You know, it's five seconds left. Kick the field goal. This is where ego gets in the way. Aaron Rodgers last year went three and out against the Buccaneers. NFC Championship. What did LeFleur do? He kicked the field goal. He went with his gut. Everyone after the game, you got to give Rodgers another chance. You got to give him that chance. Just he'll, he'll pull through. He's an all-star quarterback. He's the MVP. He'll pull through. He'll make the throw. He didn't make the throw, everyone. He didn't tuck his head and run and do what a lot of quarterbacks, winners do in that situation, sacrifice. That's just not who Aaron Rodgers is. It's not. It's fine. He got, you know, rocked by the 49ers. <laughs> he showed who he is. And what I saw there is what would have happened if they would have given Aaron Rodgers another chance. What I saw this past weekend with the Chiefs is what would have happened. Kick the field goal to Andy Reid. Call the play. Yell at Mahomes. It's rumored that Mahomes wanted to run another play. He talked them into it. I don't know if that's true, but if I'm the coach, I'm yelling at my homes, get off the field. Nah, no. Nah. We're kicking this field goal. We're keeping the momentum on our side. What was that play? He even said after the game, I probably gave him the wrong call. I probably gave him the wrong play. That's on me. It doesn't matter. Okay? It just doesn't matter. <laughs> you just got to kick the field goal. They're the classic scenario of someone overthinking the room. Love to show off. Love to be cocky. Would love to go up by another touchdown. Just do the football move. Sometimes you can overthink it so much. These coaches, it's it's turned into an offensive league, hasn't it? It's turned into an offensive league. It really has. I mean, you pass it 80% of the time, everyone. You know, and it was was showing off. It was showboating. He flicks it out to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, the cheetah. Come on, cheetah. Right, this is what you do. This is what you do, you make the play, right? No, he didn't. And what I've seen with the Chiefs is a trend of we can do whatever we want. <laughs> we can get whatever we want. And if we don't, we're still going to go for it. Even better even if better judgment tells us not to, even if better judgment tells us just to take the field goal, field goal, excuse me, and make the right football decision. It's what you saw with the Bills. It's what you see now around the league. Go for it on fourth. Be ultra-aggressive. The difference is between different leagues in the world, sports leagues, and the NFL is you don't often get a second chance. In baseball, you have a seven-game series. In basketball, you have a seven-game series. In hockey, you have a seven-game series. In the playoffs. (laughs) So you can afford to take a risk. You can afford to do that stuff. Not in the NFL. It's win or go home. It's win or go home. What Kansas City did was they tried to flex. And it backfired. Because Cincinnati's got a bite. They don't give up. And in the playoffs especially, you can't let the momentum shift. We know, that the, we know that the playoffs are, are going to run through Arrowhead. I think they're going to run through Arrowhead next year. You got to go to Arrowhead. You got to win. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs got in their own way with their egos, and they reverted back to who they were early on in the year. Cocky. Undisciplined. Think they can do whatever they want on the football field. Won't take the simple check down. I saw Mahomes be progressive the end of the year, like I said before, but he reverted back to their old ways when they went up 21. I've said this for a while. They're undisciplined. Tyreek Hill throwing up the peace sign. You do realize if the ref wanted to, he could have thrown a flag on that touchdown reversed against the Bills, you lose that game. Money just don't care. Yeah, they're ultra athletic. You could you kind of saw this with the Golden State Warriors, but the difference is I believe the Warriors, not trying to compare basketball to football, but the Warriors were just a little more mature. (laughs) They were a little more humbled early on. You know? You kind of realized you are super talented, but you need to not let your head get in the way of your talent and your ego. Turnovers. Chiefs had two. Cincinnati had one. Time of possession. Cincinnati had the ball 35.56 minutes. Kansas City only had it 29.42 minutes. First down Cincinnati had 21 Kansas City had 24 it should have been a game the Chiefs won but the possession of you know the possession is something very interesting because the Chiefs scored very quickly you know they have the ball not really a long time in that game 29 minutes but it's very interesting that the Cincinnati Bengals had more possession time and they ended up winning because you see that whoever holds the ball the longest anymore wins and they conk they did that they took the ball out of Mahomes hands Run off more time. Cincinnati wins. McPherson kicks a field goal. You know, the, the the Bengals, I believe, are who the Chiefs are early on. What happens is these teams, these quarterbacks, they win so young. They become a Super Bowl champion. What I did before works. Cocky attitude worked. You know? You got to be very careful that you don't get in your own way. I love that Joe Burrow, you know, has some grit to him. That he doesn't give up. I love he can take nine sacks from the Tennessee Titans. Get back up. Not a lot of quarterbacks can do that. But also not a lot of quarterbacks can do what Mahomes does. So don't think for one second, if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, pull out a freaking weird victory uh, against the Rams, that they're going to go into the offseason humbled and thinking to themselves, we really got to, you know, just, you know, work. We got to just not let it, you know, Dominate our heads and we can't be thinking we're the best. They're not going to think that. Joe Burrow is going to be smoking a cigar after every victory saying I'm the champ. Because what I did before worked. Very interesting game. Also, the Rams won. Jimmy G threw the ball away. That's the Chiefs game we talked about. Congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals. Congratulations to them. They came out the winners. McPherson, the kicker is clutch. Joe Burrow, that defense didn't quit. Another game, you know, that happened that day was 49ers versus the Rams. And Rams came away with the win. I don't need to talk about, you know, aspects of that game because the 49ers were underdogs and they had a chance to end it with that interception, didn't happen. I believe they weren't going to win that game even if that would have happened. I'm just going to be honest with you because either way, Jimmy Garoppolo had to kind of, you just don't know. There's a lot of what ifs. What if Matthews that interception would have happened? You know they don't score. Jimmy G goes three and out. They have to do something with the ball: kick it or go for it or miss it. You know either way, the game was going to come down to Jimmy G making the throws. I did not agree with all the flack Jimmy G was taking because you got to do something right to be in the postseason, don't you? So I, I'm not of that mindset of uh, he's just you know he's not a good quarterback. He just he's just on the 49ers, a great team. It's on a great team, but he has to make some throws. He went to. He's just more inconsistent, I think. He went to Green Bay, made all the throws, beat Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not going to sit here and bash Jimmy G. That that game was something something else. Uh, congratulations to the Rams. They end up winning 17-20. Close game, a lot of co- close games, all right? And Matthew Stafford, two TDs, one interception. You know, great, great game from him. He clutched up, made the throws. They had Cam Akers back, Cooper Cup. I don't. You can't stop Cooper Cup. You can't. Uh, early predictions, I have the Rams winning the Super Bowl. I don't think that's a shocker to a lot of people. I just think the Rams are a better team, and they'll win the Super Bowl. you got to watch Cincinnati, though. Cincinnati can sneak up behind you and cause problems if you let them. A couple things go wrong, a lot of pressure on both these teams. Cincinnati's playing with house money, in my opinion. But I, I got the Rams winning this, just, you know, just because. I, they, they got a stacked defense, Jalen Ramsey it, it goes on and on, Aaron Donald, Von Miller you got a decent O-line, pretty good O-line, Matthew Stafford, Cam Akers Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr. they just got the stacked team, I think I think Matthew Stafford, it's going to be a great story, if he wins, he finally gets a win, so you know, not the only news though that happened we can compare a lot of different things that happened this week to the Chiefs game, I'm going to do that, We were we were just talking about the Chiefs Uh, not getting too cocky and they have this they're teetering on will they trend up or will they trend down so far they're trending down they're going more like the Packers they got to be careful it's not going to turn into the Packers Aaron Rodgers winning one Super Bowl in 10 years I've said it before I'll say it again it's not a failure that Mahomes got you a Super Bowl you can't take that away from him he brought the city of Kansas City a Super Bowl what will be judged as a failure and a critique is if he goes the rest of his career and doesn't even win another one. It will be. You know, you get 13 years with Mahomes. You have that one Super Bowl way back. Kind of like Seattle Seahawks. You know, they were the dominant team, and then what happened? What happened? But one of the biggest storylines this past week was Tom Brady retiring. It was reported early on by ESPN that he was going to retire. And then he said, No, I'm still mulling over all my decisions. The Bucks didn't know what was happening, being it, but he ended up retiring. And man, what a career. Just to read off some stats of what Brady actually did in his career. He has seven Super Bowl championships, five Super Bowl MVPs, three NFL MVPs, 15 Pro Bowls, 6 All-Pro, NFL all-time passing TD leader, touchdowns, NFL all-time passing yards leader, and most career wins, 243. He is the GOAT. And I, I've said this before. It's really hard because in, in the NBA, uh, you know, the GOAT is it's debated so much. And in the NBA, I think it's so hard to know who the GOAT is because I, I don't think there is one. I think I rank that on position players. You could do the same in the NFL but nobody has ever won as much as Brady. You can critique him on certain things, but, man, he's played all my life. He's played all my life, and I've got to watch one of the greatest quarterbacks do it. I think more people in the NFL are going to miss him, fans, than people are letting on. So many people are like, yeah, Brady's gone, finally, ugh, finally, But he he was that antagonist. You either loved him or you rooted against him. He ended a lot of people's dreams in the playoffs. What would have happened if these teams could have got by him? You know, been to 10 Super Bowls, won seven of them. (laughs) That's unheard of. But the Chiefs and Mahomes have to make sure they don't keep trending downwards and become the Packers. Ultra-talented but underachieving ultimately in the end. Now, what I've seen from Brady... I'm, we've never seen this type of winning before because if you think about Brady, he he had opportunities to get so full of himself with the Patriots and think they could do whatever they wanted. It seemed like with Brady and his mentality, we've never seen a winner quite like him. And it just always seemed like the Patriots uh, always kept that winner's mindset and never getting too full of themselves. Now, granted, every NFL quarterback is cocky and they, you know, they think they're the best in the world, but actually Brady was, and he did something that a lot of guys don't do in the NFL, and I believe it separates um, these guys pretty much their all their careers, because you got guys like Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. They love the big plays. They love to throw it down the field. They love to get the commercials and be the guy. And if you look at Brady, he could care less about the big splash plays. He nickels and dimes you all the way down the field, slowly taking that momentum away from you as a team. Because we all know that Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, they love the big plays and they love to take that, that big shot, and drain the momentum in like 10 seconds. Brady does it throughout the game, and he does it in a way where you don't even realize the momentum has shifted. We saw that with the Super Bowl where he came back. I think it was like 24, 27 to 3 uh, at halftime. He brought him back because he slowly took the momentum away from the Falcons. Incredible player. I can't believe he's finally hanging it up. I, I I enjoyed watching him pretty much all my life. I've seen him destroy dreams of people. And honestly, I've had a lot of people around me that hated him. I had people around me that loved him. And honestly, I can just say, what a career by the GOAT. He is the GOAT. We've never seen a player win at the percentage Excuse me, that he's won at. And we will never see it again. We won't. There's only one Tom Brady. Sixth round, 199th pick and he made sure his legacy was sealed by the end of his career and i i know people i i know people in you know new england they think that mac jones is going to be brady i don't think he's going to be brady i think mac jones has a chip on his shoulder for going 15th overall not the same chip that brady had going 199th overall in the 6th round definitely not that but, you know, Mac Jones, he's got a chip on his shoulder, and I think he's got some Brady S qualities to him, you know, for being there in Patriots. We've seen that going to the right system obviously works. It didn't work for Trevor Lawrence. It's not working for Trevor Lawrence so far. Hopefully, he can turn it around there in Jacksonville. But the Patriots and Mac Jones, I think they're going to win some more games. They're going to be pretty good, uh, you know, in the coming years. But Brady, overall, great career, goes to Tampa, wins the first year he's in Tampa, you know, despite COVID being kicked out of a park for practicing with a football, you know, because of lockdown, he went to Tampa and they won his first year. You, That's incredible. He keeps making his legacy more and more far apart from everyone else's in the fact that he is the GOAT. He is. There's no. There's no other debate. There's not, and I can say that in football. In basketball, I just think it's a little harder to have that debate between LeBron and Jordan. I, I, I just don't want to have it because there's way more factors that play into it. There's way more. Overall, good for Brady. Great career. I think he finally is going to put his family first. You know, he's 44. He had that goal of playing to 45, but he's finally going to put his family first. And you know that he doesn't want to miss any more of his kids' lives. I mean, the guy, he has nothing else to accomplish. He he doesn't. He could have stopped after six Super Bowls and been labeled the GOAT. You know, he won another one, and that just solidified it even more. But if he would have won another Super Bowl, it really wouldn't have mattered. He is hes the GOAT, greatest quarterback to ever play. And uh, he can ride off into the sunset knowing that. You know, it's been a crazy week. With NFL news and it's really been all NFL news we I haven't covered a lot of NBA just because the NBA is kind of still trucking along I believe pretty slowly so I'm gonna get into more of that next podcast or maybe two podcasts from now because I I think it'll pick up we're coming up on the trade deadline you know so there's a lot of rumors swirling around Ben Simmons still hasn't played a game I don't know what's going on there in Philly I would have moved Ben Simmons way 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 back I just don't think you should still have Ben Simmons on the 76ers just move him just give up come on uh, but we're going to talk more NBA in the next couple podcasts but the NFL just didn't stop with the whole story you know of Chiefs losing Rams winning Cincinnati winning going to the Super Bowl 49ers lost the Jimmy G era is over there in the San Francisco. Uh, 49ers. Trey Lance is ready to take the reins there. It'll be interesting to see where Jimmy G goes. I think he's a solid quarterback. Could be a you know good bridge quarterback. But overall, the Super Bowl is going to be awesome. I mean, it, it it's not the it won't have the ratings. I believe that it would have had of. If it was the Rams and Chiefs, I believe you'd have more ratings there just because the Chiefs, they're exciting. People get caught up in it, and they they love the idea of, you know, a high-scoring Super Bowl close. But I think it's going to be a hard-fought Super Bowl. I have the Rams winning, and I have the Rams. It's going to be, I think it's going to be 28 to 38. I think the Rams will pull away and get the victory. No disrespect to the Bengals, but they're still a young team. This is going to be a telling moment for Joe Burrow in his career. We'll see what happens. I can't wait for it. It's going to be an awesome Super Bowl. Crazy headlines this week, guys. Crazy. Brian Flores. What in the world? You know, I've talked about this before with the Miami Dolphins, but I I just want to reaffirm it to Dolphins fans, in case you didn't realize this, in case you didn't catch on. Your franchise has been set back another 10 years. You do realize that, right? You're not winning. The players know it. <laughs> the GM knows it. The future coach knows it. You're not winning. You're just you're not winning. I'm sorry. You're not going to win a Super Bowl. You're going to go to the playoffs maybe later on. You you're definitely not a playoff team now. I I don't think so for a good five years. I'm making that prediction. Uh, prove me wrong, Dolphins. But the amount of scrutiny the Dolphins are under, and I I just got to say this: how they treated Brian Flores is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. You there's reports now he came out and said that the owner offered him 100k every game he lost. You're going to do that as an owner? We've talked about it before. Whether it's business, whether it's anything leadership at the top matters and it whatever the dysfunction is at the top, it trickles down like a waterfall. It trickles down. And it's going to it's going to get to the players. It's now going to affect the players. I think that's what's amazing here is everyone's talking about Brian Flores and the lawsuit and yes, It's a big story. It's the biggest story going on right now. But what I think is going to be amazing is the player's reaction to the fact the owner wanted them to tank. If I'm a player on that team, (laughs) what up, man? What's wrong with you? Brian Flores came back and won like eight of the last nine games for the Dolphins. He told the owner, there's not a chance that I'm going to do that, to throw games. And the owner wanted him to tamper during the league. He wanted him to show up and tamper with the league you know regulations of not you know having any any interaction excuse me with a quarterback and it's pretty well known it was Deshaun Watson there's a lot of rumors going on the owner wanted uh, Brian Flores to meet with Deshaun and him on a yacht and talk so here's the fact of that who would have gotten fired if that would have come out Brian Flores who was going to get fired at the end of the year I, I believe the owner didn't like Brian Flores I think he wanted him gone So whether Brian Flores would have taken the money to throw all these games, that's just another reason they would have fired him. Brian Flores couldn't win. It's so sad to see what the Dolphins have become. They've set themselves back. And I think that team loved playing for Brian Flores. And you know what? Two is not going to be the guy. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised if something major happens with the Dolphins. The allegations that Brian Flores has presented are very serious. I want to let people know that more serious than I think people are taking uh, account of. Because if it comes out and it's proven, it's proven that the owner said, "Nope, you need to throw these games." Uh, that could have implication of the Dolphins owner owning the team anymore. That's serious. That's destroying the integrity of the game. That's no different than fixing games to win or lose. And I think it's disgusting for a franchise to do that, to ask your coach to throw games. And what I mean when I say the players will be affected, the players will not have any respect for the owner. And when, you're, when your players don't have any respect, whether it's for a boss, you don't respect the boss, you, it, 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 it falls apart. It falls apart. And I think it's going to fall apart there in Miami. I don't think players are going to want to play for the Dolphins. It's going to affect them in free agency. The draft, they could be fine. Draft picks, you're you're done for at least 10 years. You're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> That's just the truth of it. You're not. You, you've you declined. And especially in that division where the Patriots, the Bills, yes, the Jets are bad, but they, they're trying to turn it around. They're trying to be progressive. Um, I don't blame Brian Flores. 100% agree with him. That's unacceptable. But it's bad business there in Miami. Bad business. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how this lawsuit plays out in the future. To really see wh- what happens there in Miami. But it is not, and I repeat, not a good look. You know, closing out the podcast, wanted to talk a little bit. We got a new name in Washington. The Washington Commanders. I don't get why everyone's hating on it. People are literally hating on this name so much, so much. I don't understand it, honestly. I, I really don't. What did people want? I mean, uh, Washington football team, I know people like So, like, we were the, you know, I'm not going to use the name. We were that team. Okay, then we became the Washington football team. People hated it. They criticized us. They made fun of us. Okay. Okay. Fine, two years go by. All of a sudden, everyone likes the Washington football team name. I, I don't understand that. Uh, they come up with a name. I think it's a decent name. I don't agree with half the fan base of this is a terrible name. The Commanders, it's it's not the worst you could do. There, everything's trademarked, guys. I think people fail to realize that. Everything is trademarked these days. <laughs> there was some guy in Washington that, like, trademarked, like, ten names because he had a feeling they were going to change the name. So it's like, how are they going to ever win? I think the future looks bright. Love the uniforms. Sleek looking. Clean. Can't wait for, you know, this next season, the 2022 season to kick off. I can't wait to see what they do at quarterback. Quarterback is a big position. Will they go with, will they make a big splash? Will they try and make a Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson? I don't see that happening. Uh, Other guys that could be on the block, Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's going to move away from the Browns. Derek Carr is going to be a Raider. Uh, it'll you know Jameis Winston not bad Daniel Jones no Jalen Hurts I think he's gonna stay in the Eagles uh, I have no idea apparently Jimmy Garoppolo uh, the top teams are Panthers Steelers Buccaneers uh, I just think that Jimmy will go to one of those teams I see him going to the Steelers all in all I don't hate the name I like it I believe this team's future is bright I think people should rally behind it and show that they are a strong fan base. You know, the the team's come out and said, I think it's the vice president of team operations, and said that they're going to be in a new venue in 2027. New stadium, guys. Everyone wants a new stadium. They're slowly progressing. And that's all you can ask for as a fan. That's all I can ask for. (laughs) All right, guys. Hey, thanks for listening to the Pass It to Patrick podcast. Leave a review. Subscribe. Let me know what I can improve on let me know if I'm wrong on something follow me on all my social media accounts Instagram Twitter Facebook Uh, hit me up on there ask me questions love doing the podcast we'll catch you guys later we'll catch you next week this has been past Patrick